It's longer time. Yay! Yay. Lager Time Poems, Stories and Thoughts By me, Paul Creek Who else? Yeah Greetings, bonjour, what's happening? Another week Yes indeed So I've been home most of this week Ostensibly because of the rail strikes, but then I went and got COVID again. Yeah, COVID. Who remembers that? I must have a mild form of it because touch wood. It's not being too bad. Just a bit tired and throaty, bit of a headache. Seemingly spent a large chunk of yesterday keeping an unsociable distance from my wife and scrolling on my phone. I'm not much of a scroller, normally more of a YouTube video clicker type. Seems a lot of people I vaguely know are at Glastonbury, having a decent time of it. Anyway, felt pretty unhealthy after a good day of doing that, and it reminded me how easily I succumb to unstructured behaviour, and how it makes me feel really good. A couple of emails I needed to reply to and this little blog was enough motivation for me to get off my ass and do something. There's a fair amount going on right now which requires my attention and sweeping it under the rug because of a bit of Covid is not going to do me any favours and it's not like I'm doing any back-breaking labour. But self-care Paul. Relax, I might have a Twix. Speaking of labour and work, I had to cancel two of my regular gigs this week due to the train strike, which I don't get paid for, but I'm happy to forego that. Large up the strikers. From what I gather, striking is a last resort. Best of luck to them. I've been enjoying seeing clips of Mick Lynch talking on the telly. A lot of modern mainstream politics seems to me to just rely on window dressing via tokenistic policies and meaningless platitudes. It's refreshing to see a bit of genuine pushback with someone that doesn't sound like a PR autobot with real-world results. A timely reminder to Labour, perhaps, about who they've been ignoring for the last 30 years or so. But we crack on. Amidst price hikes, wars and stagnating wages, we crack on. What else do we do? Sit on our blowers mindlessly scrolling? No thanks. So this week's writing offering is the piece I mentioned last week about chairs. I like a good chair. It's in slightly better shape than it was, but I'm still not sure about it, so I welcome any feedback. I've also tagged on a song at the end, something that I recorded with my good pal Comrade Murray about 10 years ago, who produced it. If this blog was partly about me pushing myself, I should be including music in that. I've been making music for a long time now, but aside from that theatre stuff and the odd gig, I've largely kept it separate, mainly because I overthink how people will react to it, as if there's not enough overlap between the two worlds and they'll think it's weird, when really, who cares? Silly, I know. Fear of other people's opinions is something that's always held me back. Be brave, 
clenched fists, as my ex-skinner said. All this is in preparation for an EP that I've entirely self-produced that I hope to have released by the end of autumn. I plan to start drip-feeding some of the music into this. One of the tracks is already out. You can hear it here. Well, actually, no, you can't. That's just a link. But you can if you read it. Because why not? So that's it for this week. Bit long-winded, I know. Despite these turbulent times, I hope you all have a decent weekend. Peas and taters. Paul. I'll shut up, mate, and get on with it. I'll shut up, mate, and get on with it. I'll shut up, mate, and get on with it. I'll shut up, mate, and get on with it. I'll shut up, mate, and get on with it. Chair Wars. The setup for our form tutor was three rows single desk row on the sides, double desk row in the middle. Our little firm hugged the first four desks on the right hand side if you were facing the front of the class where Mrs. Khan sat, our tutor. Kels and Luco held the front desk, me and Gary the second, Ram and Rhino sat behind, Shane and Danny at the back. We held it down during registration and the other random tutor group things we occasionally had to do, like PSHE, whatever that was. This and PE were probably the only time mixed ability kids actually mixed, gearing us up for the future. Mrs. Khan was the form tutor, fairly stern but liked to calm class with the occasional giggle. There was never any set places for anyone to sit at. No formalised desk plans. We were year 11s with a gnat's eyelash of independence. Technically, you could sit where you wanted. Technically. The whole tutor group seemed to have their preferred spots and stuck to them. The prime real estate was the bottom left, back of the class. You had the windows for a good lookout. I liked a good look out the window. The back unit, which you could lean on or leave your bag on. It was a sweet spot. This highly valued piece of land was held by a crew of girls who were legion, about eight of them. In any other lesson, they wouldn't be sat at the back of the class. They were all nice girls and high achievers. Back of the class was for tough kids and knobs like me, who weren't tough but still mucked about until we got told off, but occasionally gave a bit of lip back to teachers. I wasn't happy about these unwritten rules. Nowhere was it stated that we had a seating plan. Mrs Khan didn't roll like that. She valued the gnat's eyelash of independence we were afforded, as did we, as did I. Technically, you could sit where you wanted. Technically. Yet we all fell into line. I've always questioned things. I'm an ideas guy. I felt it unfair the girls had a monopoly on that timeshare. It was only fair that us boys should share it. Share and share alike. And maybe don't give it back. Once obtained. It was our time. Action needed to be taken. I called it on. I said, listen boys, we should take that space. Tomorrow, we'll get into class early and claim it as ours. So when the girls arrive, we'll already be camped out. Firmed up, having changed the locks, like squatters, but with the impact of revolutionaries. But importantly, done legally, we'd just be asserting our rights. Because technically... You could sit anywhere you wanted. Technically. Next morning I arrived. 
nervous but cocky, but scared, and ultimately unsure what I was doing. Pretty much a default position for me at any point during my life. Counting on the support of my peers, but not guaranteed of it. Just another day. Gary arrives. He held a lot more weight than me. People respected him more. He wore kickers and a cap of puffer jacket. I had imitation kickers and an Eisenhower jacket. Barely respectable. But sometimes Gary listened to me. Sometimes. The girls group all travelled in from the same place. Their bus was nearly always late. So we had time on our side. Me and Gary nodded heads. Picked up our bags. We made our move. Now when, that, when the other boys arrive, the takeover would be complete. Bowled over like heroes that no one had noticed. Plonked my backpack on the back shelf unit. Had a good gawp out the window. The world looked a grey sheen of fine. Put my feet up on the chair next to me. Breathed the air. Tasted the moment. It tasted good. But it didn't feel right. Butterflies? Felt wrong. But what was wrong? Technically, you could sit anywhere you wanted. Technically. We got a couple of looks from other people in the class. No one said nothing, though. Probably because Gary was there. But we held it down. It was ours. Rhino and Rama arrived in the door. They clocked us, then looked away and sat in their usual seats. I felt a feeling rise within that wasn't nice, like I'd been disrespected. A familiar feeling. I casually smiled like I hadn't noticed it. Just butterflies. Just butterflies. Pussies, I said. Don't worry, Gary. They'll be over in a minute. Gary looked nonplussed either way. I think he was just enjoying something different. Kells and Luco arrived. People were scared of Kells. He wasn't scared of teachers. Often disruptive. Didn't care much for order. He was certy to join the ranks. He looked at us. Then looked away. Kells. How? Like the other two. I called him a pussy. But kept it myself. My sense of fairness didn't extend to mates who could chin me. The girls arrived in the door. The moment of reckoning. Stay strong. They came in force and stormed the bottom corner of the class. Outraged. Kicking off straight away. One of them tried to grab my bag. I pulled it to my chest and retreated my legs from the back unit. Can sit where we want, I said. Free country, without any understanding of what that meant. One of the other girls was pulling on the sleeves of Gary's puffer. He no longer looked amused of it all. With just one scowl, the girl then backed off. They then turned their attention to me. I tried a Gary-like scowl. Pretty sure the girl I aimed it at laughed. I could feel myself wilting. Held on. They then deployed their greatest weapon and protested to Mrs Khan with the fervent of student activists with the right accent and vocabulary. Mrs Khan looked up at us, then back down at her register, sighed and ordered us back to our seats. I protested to Mrs Khan, asserting some reason. Technically, we can sit anywhere we want. Technically, it's not fair, miss. Mrs Khan waved away my pathetic protest. My dignity, my human right to free expression and the right to sit where I wanted in the tutor group was done with a casual authoritarian override. No one coming to my rescue, though deep down I was sure they all agreed. Nah, I'm not going, 
I said, even though I knew I was going. Mrs. Khan stands up. Stop wasting my bloody time, you silly boys. My face goes red. Picked up my bag, pushed further into my chest. I took one last look out that glorious window and trudged back to my usual desk. The other boy is looking at me. I smiled to hide the humiliation. Kells grinned at me, turned to Luco and made a wanker sign. Ramon Rhino said nothing. Our revolution was short-lived. Gary looks at me. You knob. That was never going to work, he says. But technically, you can sit anywhere. Technically. Just shut up, man, he says. Mrs. Khan calls the register. I put my head on my bag. Deflated. Kells turns around and laughs at me. You wanker, he says. I never was a leader. I had the ideas, but lacked the execution. But I had a permanent point to prove. Like a car, a destination but no driving skills. I had drive though, just a shame it was all as useful as that cheap pencil with a forever breaking tip that sat in the inside pocket of my school blazer. It was just another I woke from a slumber while the drip was on my chin Hitting my alarm clock, making my ears ring Cheap shit from my glass and switched to bastard off I'm cursed in for ruining my Saturday lighting Wide awake and splashing water on my face And I analyze teletext with some tea and ready breath Teletext is telling me the pretty news Clutching my boot tight, munching food from the spoon I rub my belly, then I grab with my ball Just making sure they were never and everything was cool So I had a long hot shower and I sang a lot I spat a few bars and even flung some beatbox Put on my jeans, t-shirt, boxes and socks And a new pair of trainers, fresh out of box Completed with a bit of the toilet I stepped out the front door Then I'm up to the shop Just another day, another day, another day, another day, another day, another day, another day Yesterday, tomorrow was gonna be special But you know how life gets, it won't let you Be who you're meant to be And you have to succumb to whatever comes your way And live another day, another day I scanned the front pages of the newspapers that wanted to partake with my paper to the agent. I bought a pint of milk and a loaf of wholemeal. Then I took a visit to the hole in the wall. I got a penny statement and I looked at the balance. I saw my JSA being paid a whole day before. I thought for a sec that I might place a bet. It was Saturday and I could predict the day's scores. But I was poor and I didn't want to risk the money I didn't have So I headed for home but then I bumped into Lee Outside the bookies he was screaming silly odds on a racing horse Next minute I was feeling out a slip and putting 65 foot on a horse called Wonder Kid In front of the screen I screamed and I gasped as I watched Wonder Kid finish second for blast It was just another day, another day, another day, another day, another day, another day, another day Yesterday, tomorrow was gonna be special But you know how life gets, it won't let you Be who you're meant to be And you have to succumb to whatever comes your way And live another day, another day, another day, another day, another day Just another day, it was just another day Dragging my feet, I walked home Switch on the kettle, made some toast 
upside down on the seti, turning the telly, put up my feet. Football focus was showing on the screen, sipping my tea, brewed to perfection. The one thing that I know I get right, the comfort that it brings is like whiskey on a cold night. I thought about the day left ahead, and now that I was skinned, I would go back to bed. Stay in maybe and watch a film as my eyes went towards the DVDs by the TV. My phone rang. And it was Lee telling me he'd won a ton on a horse ten to one And didn't want to celebrate with the liquid lunch I gave it a thought, then headed out the door My gear thanks, I gear thanks to just another day La 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 Just another day for me Let's gear thanks, let's gear thanks to an ordinary day La 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 Yesterday, tomorrow was gonna be special But you know how life gets, it won't let you Be who you're meant to be And you have to succumb to whatever comes your way And live another day, another day, another day, another day, another day, another day. It was just another day Lager Time Poems, Stories and Thoughts By me, Paul Cree Who else?